Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee Conversations with Adele. I'm your host, Adele Tevlin, and I am so thrilled to be bringing to you this new season, this new ideation of my podcast. In each podcast episode, I am going to be featuring a guest, a friend, a colleague in the space, a thought leader, someone who I would be having coffee with, and you can be getting the behind the scenes of what it's really like to sit down and have a real conversation with me and some of these amazing human beings. The purpose of this podcast is for you to deeply connect uh, with me and the people in my life that I care deeply about, for you to get to know something about me that you don't already know, and for you to gain a new perspective. Every every, uh, podcast guest that I feature will push the boundaries in bringing a new perspective, which allows you to tap into a new point of view. So I can't wait to dive into today's episode. All right. Thought for the day, okay? This is so, actually, before I even give you the thought of the day. um, I kind of talked about this yesterday, so I'm going to say it again and reiterate it. My invitation when you listen, because I'm kind of coming in fully charged uh, right now, so it'll be a little bit of like drinking from a fire hose. So my invitation is that you you listen to me today, and you, you just listen. You make some notes if you want, but I would just encourage you to listen. And then later today, have it be a part of your practice that maybe sometime in the evening, you re-listen and you make notes, okay? You're going to find that things land and sink in way more when you hear it back, okay? All right, thought for the day. The opposite changes the pattern. The opposite changes the pattern. So what does this mean? We as human beings, you've heard me say this many times, we are obsessed with giving things meaning. So we're meaning-making machines. We give everything meaning. So it's actually how our mind works. We, we perceive something with our eyes, our senses, our five senses, or six, and immediately as it comes into our, into our senses, so specifically our eyes, we attach a meaning to something. And the meaning that we give it is used, is based on our programming. So the meaning we give it is based on the meaning that our parents assigned something. But we've worked so much to, let's say, detach from that meaning. But the truth is we still give things a meaning. Now, why is this important? It's important because the meaning that we give things either moves us closer to desire or away from desire. Okay? So it either is a positive, empowering meaning or a disempowering meaning. Yes, yes? Okay, no defibrillation needed yet? Okay, good. Don't worry, I got the paddles. The paddles are ready. So we either give something an empowering meaning or a disempowering meaning. I'm going to go more specifically in the disempowering meaning today and why. So what does this mean? So let's talk about Let's talk about sales, for example. So a couple of you have told me, like, I don't feel like I'm good at sales or I have a really hard time selling in my business. And if you're a business owner and you don't know how to sell in your business, you have a big problem because the only thing that moves money in your business is sales. Everything else is magical thinking, right? So let's talk about this for a second. So whether you're in a business or not, I want you to just apply this to your life. So for example, let's say you're selling your product or your service to a client or a customer, and they say to you, they have the three top objections. So what are people's three top objections? Put them in the chat. What are the three objections people give you as to a reason why they don't 
purchase your product or their service. Yeah, not enough money, right? So the three reasons people don't do stuff is they either don't have enough time or it's not the right time. They don't have enough money or they have to go talk to their spouse. Yes, there's really no other objection. Okay, now here's the problem. The person giving you this objection has assigned the wrong meaning to the thing, the, to the problem. The problem is not time, money, or spouse. The problem is what they make that mean. Yes, are you following me? Okay, next layer. The next problem is that if you're selling or you're in the conversation to try to influence someone to make a decision in line with their desire, which is all sales is. And by the way, I'm going to be, I'm creating a sales course this year. It's going to be all about selling. So, but I'm giving you a snippet of it here because it's, it's so important as you look at your own behavior. So, so now they're telling you, I don't have time. I don't have money. I have to go talk to my spouse. And then you get into a situation and I've seen this with some of you before you start to convince the person as to why your product or service is amazing. But you don't understand. It's going to change your life. Nah, 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 nah. And you've already you lost it. You've lost the whole conversation because you think that their real problem is time, money, or this when it's actually the meaning that they give it. Yes. Now, here's the biggest issue that I see. The reason that this becomes the reason that the person doesn't buy from you or doesn't work with you or doesn't want to do business with you or doesn't want to be influenced by you as a leader is because you have the same meaning attached to those three things that they do. You have the same meaning in one of those three areas or all three that they do. So this creates what I've called, I've talked to you guys about before, a double binding message. Why would they buy from you if you can't influence yourself to spend money? Why would they buy from you if time is always the excuse you give? Why would they buy from you if you have to go talk to your spouse before you make a decision? You get this? This psychology behind the meaning is so powerful because I'm going to tell you something that Proctor told me. This will be, this will be a gem that I carry with me for the rest of my life. And you get the the, you get the beauty of these gems because you get to be here. But these are some of the gems that there is a difference between listening to me talk like a sermon at synagogue or church and then taking what I tell you and really applying it in your life like no bullshit, right? So let me tell you something that he once told me. <clears throat> Proctor used to tell me this. He said, you can no longer, so let's say money is always the objection that you hear from other people or the objection that you use as to why you don't make a decision towards desire. So raise your hand if money is the thing for you that stops you from doing something or it's what you hear from customers or clients is the reason why they don't. Raise your hand. Okay. What about time? What about talking to spouse or talking to someone? Okay. So let's just use money for an example. Okay. He used to say this. You have to practice doing the opposite of the thing that you would typically do. So money 
can no longer be the excuse or reason that you don't do something in line with the direction that you're going, period. Otherwise, you will never influence anyone to take an action in that direction. Do you want me to say that again? I'll say it again anyway for dramatic effect. Because this is where people... <laughs> so this is one of those things where some of you will hear what I say and go, that's a cool theory. Let me go think about it. And some of you will hear it and go do something about it. So I'm going to say it again. He would tell me, this is why the story about you have to fly first class before I even had the money to fly first class. Yeah. You got to rent a condo overlooking a yacht so that you can live in alignment with the calibration of the yacht, not cutting out coupons to, to make a sale, to, to have sales. But, but you laugh, but some of you are still cutting out a coupon, right? In some area of your life. So he would say to me, you have, you can no longer use the excuse of money, time, or your spouse, right? Or somebody else for the reason why you're not doing something, because you'll never influence someone beyond that place where you have your own internal objection. Is this clear? So the opposite changes the pattern. So this is what he would, would say, or like, this is, this is the work really. Whenever I am afraid or I have any fear come up about spending money. Okay. And now it's different because what used to scare me would be a hundred dollars. And now it scares me is a hundred thousand dollars. It's all relative based on my level of awareness. Yeah. So now I don't worry about a hundred dollars, but a hundred thousand dollars can freak me out a little bit. Like I just invested hundred thousand dollars in myself for more coaching. And that felt like, hmm, that like, that felt like something. Whereas before a thousand dollars, I'd have to go focus group a thousand dollars. Let me go talk to this person and overthink it and meditate and stand on my head and burn incense and rub rocks together, shove them in my bra. Like you do all the crazy things to make a decision to move forward. So, you know, what he would tell me is this practice of if I noticed fear arising in my body about spending. Okay. And I'm not talking about, let me distinguish this, not talking about going to buy the 17th pair of shoes that you don't need. That's nor here nor there. I'm talking about conscious spending in line with the direction that you're going. Raise your hand if this distinction makes sense. So it's not like just go spend frivolously on bullshit that you don't need and like another, you know, target top or like I'm talking about mentorship, coaching, programs, books, this, that, investing in your trade and your skill and your knowledge and your, you know, th that idea, taking a trip that you feel really aligned and pulled towards because maybe there's something about that experience that's going to elevate you to the next level. That is where if you are feeling stopped from spending money you have to do the thing that you're scared of this is where you do the opposite you go spend the money why because when you don't do it it's scarcity and it's rooted in fear yes it's rooted in the safety paradigm and when you do do it and you do it even though you feel the fear it's like i know this is moving me in the direction that i'm going it's a conscious choice to spend this money because it's moving me in the, in the alignment up that i'm going in and I know that when I make that decision and I take that step, the universe meets me in kind. The universe goes, she took that step. I'm going to let, I'm going to meet her. See what I just did. She took the step. I'm going to meet her. She goes first. The universe responds. She goes first. The universe responds. You have it like the universe goes first. You respond. This is not the right cause and effect. That lesson for me was like, anytime I was afraid of spending, like, 
and I don't mean afraid like I like uh, do I need it like uh, you do the whole thing in your head and uh, you do that shtick I would hear his voice in my head saying you must go do it immediately this is how I bought my, myself my Rolex for my 40th birthday this is how we decided to come here and do this this is how I now spend hundreds of thousand dollars on mentorship this is how I grew my seven-figure business is in this exact principle that I'm teaching doing the opposite changes the pattern if you're afraid of time, go do the thing and spend the time. If you're afraid of spending money, go consciously choose to finally pull the trigger on something that you're sitting waiting on. It's not just for spending on you, it's spending on your family and all the things that matter to you. It's, a, it's The resource is, it's like when you think about it, when you don't spend, it's coming from holding on to scarcity. Who does that remind you of in your family, your mother or your father? Put it in the chat. Who did this with their money? Like the minute it was like, cool, like, yeah, like that constriction of money stops the flow of abundance because it's rooted in fear and scarcity. Now, let me go one step further here. So you have to understand that you have to first start with clearing and cleaning up your own internal objections that you have around these three things so that you can learn to influence other people to do the thing that you're asking them to do. So if you're constantly, people would say, you have to go talk to my husband. Who gets that I have to talk to my husband shtick a lot? Where are you allowing someone else to be the authority in your decision-making? That's the question. There's a double binding message going on. What does a double binding message mean? For those of you that have never heard it before, you're saying something to somebody, but they're picking up on your energy. And if your energy is out of integrity, they're picking up on the out of integrity of what you're saying, not the words coming out of your mouth. That's like, this is why in the coaching world and the personal development world, I, I have found personally, and it's not a it's not anything against anyone specific. It's just what I've observed being in this field for so long is there's a lot of people teaching things that they're not doing themselves. Yes, yes, yes. So this creates a double binding message where you're like, I don't know why I don't want to buy from this person, but something feels out of integrity. See, I don't tell you to do anything that I haven't or won't do myself, which creates integrity with what I'm telling you. So if you're using, if you can't influence yourself in the area of money or time, or you are still looking for someone outside of yourself for authority to make a decision, this is what's going to show up as a mirror reflection in your life. Does this make sense? What I've said today, the opposite changes the pattern. Okay. You can no longer use the excuse of money, time, or other people to move you forward because you'll not only not move forward yourself, it'll be very challenging, if not impossible, for you to influence other people in your life to make those decisions. Okay, last thing I'll say about this before I let you go. So when you clean up your own internal objections, so does that make sense when I say you clean up your own internal objections, like you stop using that excuse on yourself? It shows up not just in your thinking, but also in your being. So you have to do something different. 
The pattern only changes from a neuroscientific perspective when you take a new action. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Coffee Conversations. It really means the world to me that you take time every week to listen to now a very thought-provoking conversation with me and some of my close friends and peers in the industry, a little bit of a behind the scenes, a dialogue of what it would be like to have coffee with me and some of my friends who are thought leaders in this space. And I just want you to know something that you're so worthy of success and you can have whatever it is that you desire. I believe in you and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.